there's an unspoken truth with horror fans that is rarely mentioned, but often misinterpreted. But at the crux of it, horror fans could be some of the largest critics and some of the hardest fans to please. I'm not one who likes to throw around terms like gatekeeper because the idea that somebody could prevent you from enjoying a movie is just nonsense. In this day of internet-fueled emotions, there are many who will act as if there is a literal gatekeeper preventing them from horror, when in all actuality, they're just upset somebody doesn't agree with their opinions or ideas. Regardless if a film is universally loved, if you like it, you like it. It shouldn't have to make sense to anybody else but your own sensibilities. After all, I believe most of us became large critics of our own genre for the fact that we've always had to ruthlessly defend it. Horror isn't treated seriously with film elites, or really anywhere else besides its own community. So after years of defending it, it's only natural for us to be defensive. So when our favorite franchises make hard changes, it's hard for us to accept, but not always. The film we're discussing today managed to transcend from horror to comedy with ease. That would be the fourth installment of the Child's Play franchise, Bride of Chucky. This was the first movie to make Chucky the star, and it's as horrible as that sounds on paper, it was a success. Child's Play fans tend to have nothing but the highest praises for the film that gave them Chucky's wife, Tiffany, portrayed by the gorgeous Jennifer Tilly. I've been waiting a long time to talk about this one, so wherever you're at on this giant rock that we all call home, we thank you. We're gonna give you all the power you beg of, so hidey ho, boys and girls, here is our take on Bride of Chucky. Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey. And back again for another week clapping them cheeks for another movie feeling groovy, living with boobies and feeling spooky. Mr. Rosark, Mark, how are we doing? That's quite an intro. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I just, really, over, I just started going with it. Yes, I'm over here now in the Sloppy Horror Podcast pod and we are here once again to keep you company for the next hour or whatever it takes and talk about, uh, you know, one of the fun things in life, which is a scary movie. Mm-hmm. Mark, the world's going to shit, and uh, there's a lot of shows out there that are going to talk to you about, like, here's how I feel about everything going on in the world. Yeah, we don't give a fuck about that. You know what we encourage? Get you some ice cream, all right? Clap some butt cheeks of whatever gender you prefer and put on a scary movie. That's, I mean, hey, hey, that's a good day. You ate ice cream, you clap some butt cheeks and watch a scary movie. Man, you live for days like that. So if you're having a bad day, don't stress. Just get over it. We're here to help. And I don't know what you're doing. You're riding on a plane right now. You're at home. Are you driving your car? Are you just home and alone because no one likes to hang out with you? That's all right. No, it was same with us. Same That's with pretty us. much my life, sir. Yeah. yeah, it's not a big deal. It's all good. Folks, we're talking about Bride of Chucky today. This is the fourth installment to the Child's Play franchise, as we alluded to in the intro. A lot of fun here. Not many movies are able to, uh, as I said in the intro, a lot of, uh, for a lot of years, horror movies have got a tough rap. They haven't always got the most respect, so horror fans have always had to defend it. You know, they've always had to defend their genre, and it's made them defensive, and it's also made them tough critics. Sometimes horror fans are really hard to please, me included. I I know I'm at the top of that list. I think the term gatekeeping is silly because it doesn't apply with horror movies. It's not like I, it's not like you have to like pass a certain level to watch a movie. Anyone can watch a movie and like it if they want to. <clears throat> But to take a movie where the first three Child's Plays, who's the star of the movie? Andy. Chucky is an ominous figure that's forever haunting him. He's sly, he's slick, but he's not in the majority of the movie. He pops up, and there's suspense. Well, in this, is, in this movie, Chucky is the star. And if you were to sell that premise to me, if you were to come to me, pretense after child's play three and say hey this is what we're gonna do i'd say on paper this doesn't look so hot that doesn't usually go so well freddy's dead didn't necessarily go over sometimes you can overwater a genre sell out for a better term you know and fans might not like that didn't not the same for bride of chucky they hit this motherfucker out the park 
And um, for the sense that Chucky's the star added a lot more comedy, but that didn't mean they had to dull down the kills, and that didn't mean it had to be a stupid movie. In my opinion, Bride of Chucky's a cohesive movie. The story makes sense. Like whether it's it's not some Broadway story, but it in the same light, it's a cohesive story. It makes sense. You get what's going on. Okay. Now before we jump into the synopsis, Ozark Mark, you've been working hard. You've been coming to my house every Monday night into the studio. What have we been doing every Monday, Mark? What have we been doing, Christian Wayne? We have been pumping out extra episodes for our loyal listeners on Patreon. What do you mean? Well, I, I've been listening, and I haven't seen them on YouTube or Spotify. Well, that's because they're not on that. They're on Patreon. Well, what do, how do I get to that? What you go I... to www.patreon.com, and you search for the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I think it's just slash Sloppy Horror is what it says here. Yeah, so just patreon.com slash sloppy horror. And it seems you're the one who set it up. Why are you asking me? Is it seems as folks, I, I that was just a fun little plug, but I really do want to encourage you guys because if uh, we don't tell you, guess who's gonna tell you? No one. So we have been putting out bonus content. So for you guys who uh, crank through this hour and crank through every hour of our show every week and you say, hey, I need a little bit more, looking for a way to support the show, this is definitely the way to do it. And uh, obviously on our bonus episode, sometimes we talk some scary movies, but we're all over the map. We're talking about whatever we want to. And uh, yeah, we very much appreciate it and thank you guys. So, Bride of Chucky, we need a little synopsis here, Okay. I'm going to talk to the people as if they've, they're not familiar with Chucky's story. Charles Lee Ray, real-life serial killer. He gets in a, sh- a shootout with a cop, and as he's dying, he does some kind of voodoo, literal voodoo. That's what he was into, and he, ex- he put his soul inside of a doll. So for the first three child's plays, he's in this doll, and he's trying... Um, he finds out in order for him to get out of that body and to get into a human body, he has to find the person that he told first that he was a person. So the first person he revealed himself to, he has to get their soul or get their body, you know, almost like a conduit. (laughs) And um, it was a little boy named Andy. The first three movies is Andy like growing up throughout his life and Chucky just really messing with him, just fucking with him hard. Well, this flick doesn't have any Andy. We got no Andy going on, so Chucky is dead. But an old lover of his, played by Jennifer Tilly, she plays a character named Tiffany. She's a smoke show in this movie, and what she does is she goes back and captures Chucky's old, the old doll that was in the murders that tried to hunt down Andy. Well, she stitched them all back up, did a little voodoo, Brought his ass back to life, but of course, as any true lover would do, he kills her and puts her soul into a doll so they could be together. And um, they figure out in order to transform, they need to get an amulet that he was buried with in his grave. Uh, And then they find this couple who happens to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, young 20-something-year-old couple. Uh, They're supposed to be like teenagers, but (laughs) uh, they, you know... They get caught up in this mess with Chucky and Tiffany, and I think that's a pretty plain synopsis for you guys, but most of you have seen this movie. I know you have. I mean, it's, this is literally a classic. There's not many people that haven't seen Bride of Chucky. No, no, no. Not at all. But this is a good little uh, uh, movie, I suggest, for, let's say, you're on a date night with your significant other, okay? Now, not many. It's a horror movie, but it's got a little love story, okay? The the broads, the broads they love love stories. Yeah. So you kind of meet in the middle here, and there's a lot of bantering between Chucky and Tiffany that, you know, when couples watch a movie of another couple bantering, they're all like, ah, and they love it, you know, and it's something that they can agree on. So it'd be a perfect little date night movie. I think this is perfect and for. it's funny. It's yes. downright hilarious. It is downright funny. It's a bloody good time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was a good one. But yes, it's, 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 a, <laughs> it's a great movie, man. Great movie. I think so too, Mark. Um I don't know. It was I was like nine when this came out, so it was 1998. I remember having this young on VHS, 
And seriously, like, if you put down on paper, like, yeah, man, this movie is just about Chucky and it's going to be, like, more MTV-like. And you're like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm going to f- like this. It's hard to it's hard to match I, that from the first three and do it in a way that's not going to offend people that love the first three and what they're used to. Like you said before, you know, Chucky is not the main character in the first three. Mm-hmm. Andy. Mm-hmm. And it's always hit or miss when you make, let's, like, you know, uh, one of your favorite sub characters in a movie get in their own movie. Barely works. Barely works. You never know how the spinoff will go. Yeah. And what's fun, like what's weird about this, I think since it didn't go so much comedy, because there's a lot of like great kills. I mean, there's some, uh, they didn't cheap out on the kills. They're not all implied. You see a lot. There's, a, there's some good kills going on. Um, and for that, it makes the laughs. There's a frightening scenes, and then you can laugh. There's frightening scenes, and you can laugh. Maybe not even frightening, but we'll just say gory and onslaught, if you will. They didn't shy away from it, even though it was. I want to say it's family friendly, but it's like more of the. It's MTV based. Yeah. MTV, uh, TV show type of kills here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing. There's no guts really. There's no innards. Nothing, no decapitation, really. You know, it's just death, I, I believe. I don't think there's any decapitation. Nothing no, like that. No, no. No, they're not very aggressive, but they are creative, though. I will give you that. They are very creative. And very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Death is always entertaining. Death is always fascinating. That's the most fascinating thing in life is death. It is. You know? Everyone fears it. Everyone fears it. Nobody knows what happens after it. I just freaked your brain out, didn't I? I I know what's going to happen. I just did it. All right. Wow. Mark? Yes? Do you remember uh, the first time you saw any Chucky movie? No. Like, did he get you when you were little? Like, did he freak you out? Because I know my generation, I mean, you're my generation too. I'm like only like two or three years older than you, but I remember Lightweight being afraid of Chucky. Oh, I think every time, I think Chucky's the main reason that people are afraid of dolls. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody sees a doll, like, you're going to take a Chucky. Like, ah, oh, what is that? Like, Chucky? Oh, no, it's just a bar. But, like, dolls, like, are that size, I think, your mind goes straight to Chucky. It you know? does. And everybody's like, is that thing going to come alive like Chucky and kill me? <laughs> you know, it, things like that, so. And I think it was, like, eight years old and before is, like, when Chucky got me. But, like I said, Bride came out at nine at when I was nine. And that was kind of, like, a turning point where I'm starting to kind of not be afraid of horror movies. I'm aware a little bit more. Uh, so this one didn't didn't scare the shit out of me. But I tell you, the first few really did. So as we talk about before there are fubu horror movies for us by us and this is uh most definitely a fubu horror movie this is for the horror fan everything in it i mean because the whole thing is a nod to the bride of frankenstein the whole thing and there's five there's like five fucking uh nods to other horror movies so think about it bride of chucky i'll give you your five different homages to other horror movies within it. So here we go. Hit me with it, baby. At the beginning, the police locker, obviously the obvious ones. They got Michael's mask, Jason's mask, and Freddy's glove. Correct. Freddy's glove. Correct. All right? Yes. So we got that going on. We've got Bride of Frankenstein literally in the movie. That's correct. Literally in the movie. Plus they quote it. And the fifth one... You'll have to wait till what do you know? How many did you say? Four. Michael, Jason, Oh, you count, Oh, okay, you counted all the ones in the locker as one. I thought you were counting the locker They're as one. They're separate movies. Well, you should have specified that because I thought you skimmed me out on a little bit of homages there. But that's cool. That's very interesting, and I did notice that stuff. It's a good little notice there. Nice little I'm going to uh, blow tricky. your mind with the fifth one. Yes. You should like it. Yeah. Do you, have, you got a favorite character in this movie? Like, aside from Chucky... Yeah, Chucky, the two main ones, Chucky and Tiff, don't count. Okay. And who's um, your favorite, like, little extra character? Because, you know, we always like the extra people in movies, I feel like, you and me. We always find the fu- a funny person or something, you know, dude. in a movie. And I think we always have a favorite oddball character in it. You know, John Ritter 
rest in peace, you know, Three's Company, John Ritter, fucking legend. He played her, like, uncle. He's the asshole cop. He's, he was the furthest thing from an asshole in, like, real life. And he did not play these kind of characters or roles. So, like, he was a straight asshole. You remember the two kids? He doesn't want them dating. So she has her gay friend come and pick her up like he's taking her to the dance. But he saw right through it. And then he had his other cop buddy pull him over. And then he found her with her boyfriend. And a boyfriend, uh, you know, he comes up and he says, I'm not going to let you get wrapped up on some Jerry Springer show with this trailer trash, blah, blah, blah. And he says, you fuck. And he says, you won't. Not Jade anymore, anyways. (laughs) (laughs) He was like a savage. Like, it was so quick. And you're like, there's a lot of funny characters, but I don't know, man. You remember the scene, the guy smoking the joint? Uh, that guy really cracks me up too. So like, there's a scene where Chucky and and Tiffany blow up this cop's car at this gas station, and it's just the giant uh, massacre. Cars are going every which way. People are yelling and freaking out. But there's this dude smoking a joint in his car, and he's fucked up. And Chucky's crawling, and he just looks up to him and flips him off, and he's like. Rude fucking doll, man. <laughs> like, he's like... <laughs> I feel like that was a constant thing in the 90s in their horror movies. Like, whenever... Th- they always cut away to some stoner or something, and he has always says something funny real quick, because, you know, he actually sees what's happening, but he's too high, so he just imagines it. That yeah, piece of thing so on many fire movies. went on his car, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, oh, no. Dude, I like the... Made me laugh. I like that uh, guy when they uh, when they run away and they find they finally get that like motel suite or whatever. Jade and uh, Jesse do, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they get in there, and there's two other couples in there. That dude, he he just slides in like Russ. Oh, oh hello! <laughs> it's like in his boxers yeah. and a robe. Like, yeah, he just slides hello. in. Hello. <laughs> Who are you? Why are you in my fucking room? <laughs> like he would have got kicked out immediately. Yeah. Yep. He just slides in his little hello. Just caught me off guard when that happened yeah he's a funny character for sure too i honestly i thought david was a great character their gay friend i thought that guy gave like a um a seriousness to the the whole movie that wouldn't have been there if he wasn't there and you know what's even weirder that guy's not really gay he's got three kids no good for him yeah i mean but like i i I genuinely thought he was a gay actor like i know gay actors play straight characters and you can't tell but like you just I just thought the guy was gay like I've known him only as Bride of Chucky for since 1998 and like he's got three kids that's why it's acting man that's why it's called acting there was a Bill Burr skit and somebody like, people complain like uh, I don't know I forget what it was but he's um, he was talking about how they they had a I think he was a mentally ill character or whatever but they didn't pick a mentally ill character to play a mentally ill character and Bill's like you know why because that's not acting yeah <laughs> yep. you're right I remember that bit too yeah it's a hilarious bit I'm not going to butcher it but if you if you know Bill Burr he, there's a skit that he does about acting and it's hilarious um, but yeah I, mean, act, I thought he was gay too for real so it was great acting there and he also gets demolished by a semi, which is always fun. How do you not laugh he at that just, scene? I laugh just exploded. Every time. <laughs> every time that scene happens. It just comes out of nowhere, too, and just... That's gone. like one of those movies. I could be on my deathbed, and if like my grandson came up with his phone, like, oh, Grandpa, look. No matter what point in life, and I do think that's important, man. I mean, I'm not trying to be, like, lame or corny, but for real, life's tough for everybody, and sometimes the world's, like, you open your phone and literally all you see is just, like, things aren't good. And uh, you're just like, man, we need a little humor. And even though if someone in real life got hit by a semi and exploded, that probably wouldn't be a fun day for you to witness or to do if you were the truck driver or if you were the individual being hit by the truck. But to watch it fake... And to know it's oh it's it's a lot of joy. I don't know. It's a there's such a cathartic thing to be able to watch, you know. And I think that's at the crux of every horror movie too. You're like, I can watch people face a death that I'm most definitely probably not going to face. I'm not gonna get sawed in ha- half by a clown. 
I don't think I'm going to be put in some Saul apparatus and have my body twisted up. So you watch people face death that are weaker than you in crazier situations. So you're like, man, I'm going to have a weaker situation and I'm stronger. So I don't know. It gives you like a sense of strength in a, in a way. And I, I, <laughs> I think this movie really just fits it too, man, because there's just so many creative deaths. Even that couple, man. They threaten, you know, it's mirrored ceilings. It's a real cheap hotel like that, uh, sleazy. And they just throw shit up into the glass, uh, up into the mirror, and it just falls down. It's just raining on them on their waterbed. It's a beautiful scene. Like, yeah. if you really think as far as, like, movie-wise, if you shot that, you'd be so proud. Oh, yeah. And then the blood washing up on the fur rug. Oh, that, <laughs> that was cool as fuck looking. I don't know. There's like, I can close my eyes and imagine that scene. And they're cut up to bits. They're sliced up to bits. To bits, especially after that scene. I I think it was just ridiculous. <laughs> that you have two dolls just bang. <laughs> like, <what>? Dude. <laughs> like, and that's, that's the... It's not tongue-in-cheek. It is just funny. Yeah, it's just straight funny, but... How are two dolls? There's so many questions from there. Like if you think about it logically, it just that's just the it makes no sense whatsoever. And then after <laughs> apparently Tiff spews out a baby. Like how did this happen? How did two dolls impregnate one another? Well, <laughs> I know? mean, yeah, it does. It makes zero sense. But at least there's continuity with it. Like you remember in the first child's plays uh, that like he started to bleed and shit when they shot him because he started to become. The doll, like oh, he becomes. That's okay. You you know what? That's right. I guess. So, right. But uh, like, at what stage are there 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 little private parts? Are they just you know, is there fluid? I would hope. I don't know. Did plastic he grow? On plastic. Did, did they grow their private parts? Like, cause I'm pretty sure dolls don't come with private parts. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a good point. So, did they grow? Or are they just rubbing their little parts together? <laughs> Scissoring. <laughs> Let's rub our smooth spots together. <laughs> she goes, wait, Jackie, did you bring a, a rubber? It's like, Tip, I'm all rubber. <laughs> he said, look at me. I'm all rubber. Hey, you know. You wanna... I thought you were plastic. <laughs> you know what part that kills me? Because he's so savage, right? So, like, Tiffany goes through all this fucking work to bring Chucky back to life. Like, she was in love with this dude, right? Yeah. And when Chucky died, he had this engagement ring. It wasn't for her. He just stole it off this chick he killed. But all this time, Tiffany thought it was for her. So she brings his ass back to life, right? And she's like, I found that ring you gave me. He's like, oh, yeah, from Vivian Van Pelt. He said, I took it off her before I, like, threw her in the river or whatever. And she says, wait, it wasn't for me? He says, he, he went, she's like, I thought we were going to get married. He says, what are you, fucking nuts? <laughs> <laughs> he just loses it. What are you, fucking nuts? <laughs> I want you guys out there to say to your wives, next time she says something, like, vulnerable, you know, she comes to you from a spot of, hey, say, what are you, fucking nuts? <laughs> and laugh right in her face and see what reaction you get. Because that's what Chucky does. And... It's like that unforgivable guy that, like, bring me a chicken sandwich and some waffle fries. Like, that guy. You're like, I, I sometimes wish I can talk like that. And, like, you're just um, – that's why, like, when people are watching a movie and, like, a man slaps a woman in the face, people laugh. It's not because they support that action. It's because of the obscenity of it because we would never do that. So, like, when – when Chucky's just coming, what are you fucking nuts? <laughs> and she's like in love. Like Jennifer Tilly was really acting. She was like, puppy dog died. And he's just like, your puppy eyed. And he's just like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Like, I get it. You want to get hitched. <laughs> also, man, you know, we got to give our shouts to our man's Robert Zombert because they do show him love in this, eh, with his uh, living dead girl. 
you know, great like opening song to this movie, crushes it. And then obviously when Chucky's in a car and he's flipping through the radio stations, he's like, man, the music scene's gone to shit. And he finds Thunder Kiss 65. Dun, 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 dun. He's like, yeah. And Chucky's just in the front. I love that part. I don't know. I mean, I just do. It's a killer soundtrack. Yeah. Killer soundtrack they got in this. It is, man. I think also, I mean, if you guys ever get free, there's some pretty cool scenes of like Brad Dorf and, and Jennifer Tilly in the studio because they're like kind of how Mark and I are back and forth reading their scripts. So they're, there is like emotion involved because they're like talking to each other really in character. It's not like I'll come in Tuesday and she'll come in Wednesday. They're like face to face, and like they're really crushing it. They said there were parts in it where they were like tearing up. Now, as much as that, I don't know. I don't know, but that's what they said, man. A few people said that because they got so intense into the parts. That's awesome. I think voice acting would be a fun thing to do. I think we would crush that. What do you think, guys? (laughs) (laughs) We could do all kinds of fucking shit. Yes, we could. All right. (laughs) <laughs> All right now, partner. You just hold on. Dude, next time somebody says something crazy to you, uh, say, what are you, whacked? <laughs> what, are you, what, what are you, fucking nuts? That's what he said. That's what it, uh, Jesse said when their friend calls him. And then, <laughs> yeah. and he's, like, he's like, maybe you guys should just turn yourself in and wait till this thing gets sorted out. He's like, are you whacked? Are you whacked? <laughs> what? When was that ever a phrase? I don't remember that ever being a phrase. It never was. Okay. I thought it was not. What are you, fucking bananas, man? People think we're killing, dog. I think that uh, another really funny part of this movie is, so John Ritter's character is a cop. Obviously, pretty much Jesse and Jade are conduits for Chucky and, and Tiffany to, like, get to the graveyard, and they're their bodies. So they're pretty much their goal to get back to life. Well, the cops keep fucking with them because, like I said, her uncle was a cop, and uh, they're on their tail. So Chucky and Tiffany are like, man, we got to lose these cops. We got to lose these cops. So when John Ritter's character comes into the car, into the van, because he's planting some weed in the van so somebody can pull him over later and get in trouble. Sounds like you got a whole bale in there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, send shivers down my spine. <laughs> <laughs> well, they pull this. Uh, long story short, they line up like the the glove box with a bunch of nails, and they like fling it open, and all these nails shoot into his face, and he looks like Pinhead Man, and they straight take him out, and they put him in his van, and they think he's dead because they put him under this bench. Well, later Chucky and Tiffany are talking, almost like really romantic, in front of this wedding chapel. And he pops back out. Like, he pops out with the nails on his face. He isn't dead yet. And Tiffany's like, ah! And then Chucky's like, ah! Like, even he was yelling. Like, he got scared. That's the classic, all everybody gets scared. (laughs) Ah! 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 (laughs) (laughs) That was so fun to me. But then, because it was her idea to use the nails and be, like, more creative. She said, Chucky, knives are so 80s and 90s. You need to, you know... You got to step up and try something new. So they did the nails. And then that's when he came in to finish the deal with the knife. And he says, you know, the old classics don't go out of style. Bro, who, out of like any laugh in the world, who has a better laugh than Chucky? It is the most maniacal laugh. Brad Dorff's laugh like that. Dude, it's great. Like, I mean, if you really just listen to that laugh, it's so hard to mimic. So hard to recreate, and you know it's Chucky. Like if you heard that, you would be like, "Fuck!" I would just take, I would just take a recording of that and blare that in certain rooms of a haunted house. Uh, dude, for especially sure. in the dark. Anytime you're in the dark, I would just blast a Chucky laugh at you. It would make you uncomfortable. And it's so recognizable. And there's a lot of great laughs. Freddie's got a good laugh. Everybody's got. I mean, there's some good laughs in the world. People say we got good laughs. We got nothing on Chucky, dude. And the fact that it's not like a robot voice or, but like, it's just a real, like, Brad Dorf's a real dude. I've watched him do it, record it. It's just uh, pretty nuts. I wish, I'm so jealous of that laugh. So people get all the good laughs. They do, man. They do. And the rest of us 
the other 99.9% don't have good laughs. Some people's laughs are just contagious. They are. They make you laugh, too. Yeah. You got one of those. I know a couple people that have contagious laughs, and, like, if they just lose it, like, no matter what. It could be the worst thing in the world, <laughs> dude. If they lose it, you're just going to start laughing, too. It's contagious. Mm-hmm. Some people do. Some people uh, have horrible laughs. I, you remember that old Family Guy skit where they were talking about, like, that's like getting with the girl with an ugly laugh, and Peter made her laugh, and she's like, oh. <laughs> <And he's> like, <laughs> he was like, oh, shit, oh, shit. I just hate that. <laughs> I hate that kind of like. <laughs> Don't do that. Shut up. <laughs> so, Christian Ramey, you're staring at me like you needed to say something. So we just had a little second of dead air there. It's a way to go for that. You like my Chucky coffee cup? Well, that's a nice mug. That's a nice mug. It's a great mug. It's a great, great mug. It's great. Great mug with free hugs. So only you are oh, visually yeah. looking will know what I just did there. But this is a great movie. I'm sure there's more interesting things to know about this. Oh, is it that time? Yes. All right. Welcome to the What Do You Know here. This is a segment here. <laughs> Damn it. I tried to keep a straight face with these Hawkins. <laughs> uh, I got Hawkins here on the What Do You Know here, but this is the segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie. So, if you know what we know, you're about to find out what we know. But if you know, don't know what we know, and you're about to find out what we know, then everybody getting those together, and then you're gonna have a ween orgasm, bam, right in your face. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. why don't you tell me something that you may or may not know about this movie, Bride of Chucky? Okay. Okay. So as I said before, there is. Five homages to horror movies within this. The very beginning, we got Freddy, Freddy Glove, Jason Mask, Michael Mask. There's three. Yeah. Then we got Bride of Frankenstein. Great movie. That's four. Okay. So Alexis Arquette. Okay, David Arquette's. Uh, well, he went like she went by he. They went by both. I don't know how to clarify that, and I really am uncomfortable because I don't know how to talk. I think it's like they. Well, maybe they, yeah. I think it's they. I don't know his pronouns is what I'm saying. I think think it's they. Okay. I love, I loved they because look at, uh, you remember Wedding Singer? Yes. Oh, my God. The, do you really want to hurt? Fucking hilarious. Well, you remember the character. Do you remember who they played? What the character name was? Uh, uh, Damien. Damien, correct. And when they were on the news there, they gave a last name. Uh, the last name is Balik. Okay? Why do Balak. I recognize that from something? Do you remember a little movie called The Omen? Okay, obviously Damien makes sense, but you remember that really creepy nightmare fuel lady that came to be like his nanny? The and Omen? Came... Yeah, with the with the Rottweiler, that scary lady. Yes. Mrs. Balick. Oh, so you put two and two together there, and then you made a little nice homage. That's five. Wow. That's five movies right there. That's pretty impressive. Fat. Gotta give them credit. That's a lot of picking and packing there. That's like a puzzle piece that you put together, and you made something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what do I got, got. What do you got? I have a fact. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, you know, at the end of the movie, where Tiff is burnt, but she starts screaming... The, oh, when a little baby comes out. Yeah, because some for somehow, some way, a doll had a baby from rubbing their <laughs> from rubbing their two <laughs> rubbing their two things together, and then they made a baby. So that's how babies are made. So kids, parent actually parents, if you want to get your kids more dolls, just find a male doll and a female doll and rub them things together, and then like, you know, I don't know, Pollinate a, day, them. a day later you get another baby. But anyway. So the baby's being born, hence the seed of Chucky. 
That's how all that starts. There's another yeah. fact for you. That was for a scary. Don't know that. That's a scary little baby. It is a little scary little baby, and it made some very eerie noises. You know what made those noises? I would hope not a baby. No, not a baby. Pigs. They used pig noises. They used okay. pig noises for it because they didn't want it to sound human. Well, so you know, I mean, you know, I mean, you, know, I mean, you get a non-human to make some kind of noise that you want to be non-human. You get pigs. Well, if you want a non-human noise, you can't use a human. Exactly. That's why they did that. Because it'd be a human noise. Yes. Wow. Fantastic facts for your ass. We're not porking around. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know any other facts here about this movie? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Well, yeah, I'll give you a little tidbit, though, about Damien. Okay. You know, they were going to have him. Uh, you know who they originally called that cast him? Who would you think? Who who looks the most like him, like a celebrity that could have played that? And you remember when he was in Marilyn his... Manson. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. You remember when the news article, they even kind of had him looking like him, like how Marilyn does when he's not, you know. Yeah. Like with the glasses, almost yeah. like he works for Microsoft or something, you know. Yeah. And, you know, uh, yeah. And, yeah, and, I thought he looked like Marilyn Manson. Yeah, that's who they originally Marilyn asked. Manson and he said, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. Remember when people used to think he was sucking his wiener because he took his ribs out? I thought that was Gene Simmons. No, no, Gene Simmons guy from Kiss, he had the long tongue. Oh. Okay, no, they said Marilyn Manson took his ribs out so he can suck his ding dong. Turns out he didn't. Why wouldn't you at that point? I mean, you already had the surgery, you might as well experiment. Well, he didn't get his ribs taken out. Oh. Yeah, but I think apparently there's uh, there's people out there that can suck their own ding dong with the, the amount of ribs they have. Well, that's good. That's impressive. Yeah, I mean, you're very flexible. I'd never leave the it house. It kind of defeats the... Spice it up. <laughs> Spice it up a little bit, chew up big red before you go down there on yourself. Whoa! Why don't you go down on yourself? <laughs> All right. That would be an awkward thing to walk in on somebody doing. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? You sucking your old ding dong there. (laughs) That's so much worse than getting caught doing anything else. That would be so bad. That image is going to be burned in your brain forever. Forever. That's... (laughs) You're no denying that. No. (laughs) Look, I'm going to explain what you just saw. It kind of looked like you were sucking your own dick. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) That's a talent. America's got talent. Stop. Oh, That's some cool. stuff you didn't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> now, all right, cool. So, obviously, we don't know any more facts here, and my hands are getting hot from these Hulk hands. So, what do you know here? We're out of here. Whoa there. I mean, I'm, I'm more informed, as you all are, on such a big movie, Bride of Chucky. And I don't know if everybody knew those facts. Um... Ronnie Yu is the guy who directed this, by the way. This is the same guy that did Freddy vs. Jason. Just a little tidbit for you. A little tiddly-biddly. Did you uh, like Freddy vs. Jason, Mark? I did. I thought it was fun. I think it took the fun sides of both Freddy and Jason. And it's just like, you know, it's a fun little question. Who would win? You you, You know, people pick fights between icons all the time. Who would win in a fight? Or who would win in a battle between this person and this person? So it's always good when it uh, when it comes together. And you got Freddie and Jason in there. So, yeah, it's a great one. I'm surprised we don't see, like, a crazy amount more work from Ronnie Yu because Freddie vs. Jason was a success, and I'd say Bride of Chucky was a success. Uh, apparently he's really big in Hong Kong, did a bunch of films over there. So maybe that's just what he prefers to do. I don't know the guy's fucking story, but... Maybe. I, I don't know his uh, what he's got going on, but I think that would be very nice uh, to... 
see another horror movie. I would definitely watch it with him. Now, he's got kind of a blockbuster feel to him, but for some reason, uh, even with a Freddy and a Jason and a Bride of Chucky as pop culture-y as they were, I still enjoyed the sh- you know, I enjoyed them very much. They were very fun to me. Now, Mark, that needle nose character in this movie, like the, the little cop mm-hmm. with the needle nose, can we talk about his death real quick? So he put like a, a Chucky put a flannel T-shirt inside of his gas tank and lit that flannel T-shirt and it exploded his car. Do you think that would work? Not that big of an explosion, no. Okay. Um, I think, I just think the car would catch on fire. I don't think that much gas, that little of gas. I think you need more gas. Yeah, because gas is flammable, but it's more about like the fumes. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't really know. I'm not. I feel like we would see more car explosions. Or hear about more car explosions in our life with how many times people murder and the mob hitting people and shit like that. You would think just... Oh, oh it'd be more relevant. Yeah, it would be more relevant if it actually worked. Like, oh, so all I have to do is shove this t-shirt down in the gas tank and light it and walk away and it'll explode. It was pretty creative. It I'll was give creative. It that. I think it would just catch on fire. I don't think it would explode. Number two. Mm-hmm. I am a big fan of Jennifer Tilly in this movie. I think she's gorgeous, super hot. But she gets an OG kill right in the beginning with a throat slit. All right? And that's to get Chucky. So that can't be undermined at two. All right? Tiffany's got a kill log just, you know, not as high as Chucky, but you start going through these movies, Tiffany's got some kills too. She's her own character. So that's kind of a neat aspect of this movie is it gives you somebody completely new that fans fell in love with. People love Tiffany. I see her just as much as I see Chucky. Like, I mean, they're everywhere together. I'm not saying that if the first three came out and no more came out, it's not like I wouldn't love Chucky. But my love for the Child's Play movies kind of goes in order. I I like one, then two, then three, then four. But I love those first four. The rest are, I mean, they're fun, but they're not my favorites. But the first four, dude, impactful, impactful. And that's why this belongs on the season of sequels. I mean, this is, I think this will do well, this episode, and the fact that a lot of people have got enjoyment from this movie. And I don't know, it deserves a little respect. I think so, too. He's a very, very enjoyable, very enjoyable movie, and it's easily rewatchable. Oh, yeah. Easily rewatchable. Oh, yeah. I I literally couldn't put a count on this. Because back in the VHS days, man, you just rewind a movie and watched it over. You just wanted something on. I don't know. I definitely wore the shit out of this VHS tape. Yeah, well, it's a great movie. You can turn it on at any point and continue, you know. And it's only an hour and like 20-something minutes. Yeah. Bam, bam, thank you. That's also super enjoyable. Get to the point, please. There's no long, drug-out scenes. It's all stories happening. Everything's happening at a good pace. Keep you interested, you know? So. <laughs> How about when he charges into the bathroom to get Tiffany? He's just... <laughs> Bro always comes in on 11. Like, you know, that's what I love about Chucky. He's like... He's got to sneak and wait for his opportunity, but when it comes, it's always you bitch, fuck out. Like it's he's always coming at her or whoever it is. But apparently, they wanted the Don Mancini, the writer of the Child's Play, he wanted to make that kill in the first one, like um, Aunt Maggie that gets pushed out of the window in the original Child's Play. I think they were going to make that death a bathtub death, but they decided to keep it out. But that was a real fun kill, too. I mean, real animated, but, I mean, I would definitely... I mean, it would not be good for your health to drop a bath or a TV in the bathtub. You're not going to be faring out well. Especially an old bubble TV. Oh, dude, them things were so heavy. Yeah. That's a weapon. It is a weapon. I mean, you could work out with one of those. If that's all you had, bro, you'd get jacked. Like, hold it out in front of you. Like, you'd get so jacked if you worked out with old 
19-inch TVs, just put handles on them. Dude, I would just put the two TVs on the edge and put a barbell in front of them. <laughs> I got to open my gym called Household Gym. <laughs> yeah, you want you want you want to see me impressed? I want you to put two of the Trinitron TVs on each end of your squat bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those things were just I made of concrete. Dude, uh, when I was younger, down the street uh, was my friend Tyler, and uh, he had a little bit of woods in the back of his house, right? And we would walk around, and we and then on the street like. Four or five people threw away the TVs all at one day. I think this is back when, like, flat screens were becoming a little bit more affordable at that time. Uh-huh. You know, we all got plasma and all that. Yeah, but you got flat screen TVs. They're still kind of thick, but, I mean, it's like, whoa. Like, that was a big thing when those first came out. It was. So we would take these old TVs back to his uh, uh, backyard and just smash them. Oh, with, like, axes fine. and slam But the shitty part was is we had to lift those and carry those all the way, like, a good half mile probably was the farthest one. Shit we did before so, the internet. Dude, uh, dude it was, took forever. You had to take a break. And one day his dad went back there. And <laughs> 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 he found all these TVs. And we were bored just chopping down random trees sometimes. It was just a mess back there. It gets tired. He's like... Tyler was like, I don't know, it must be the I see kids walking back there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's that that's the life, man. I was a good kill too. Like a TV, big heavy TV. I'm gonna believe it every time. Uh you remember in Rob Zombie's Halloween remake where he killed Danny Treyu and he's like drowning him. <clears throat> and then he's on the ground like, I've been good to you, Mikey. And then he just throws that mounted TV at his face. You're like, yeah, lights out. Yep. It's over for I'm you, done. buddy boy. Mm-hmm. Your brain can't take that kind of, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. But, man, this is such a great movie, Christian Ramey. I need to know once again. I am curious. If I'm picking this movie up and deciding if I'm going to watch it or not, I need to know what it rates on the horror movie scale. Sloppy horror rating, baby, yeah! Here we go, baby. It's the sloppy horror rating with Christian Raimi. That's right. Your favorite scary movie companion is here for the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. We're going to rate this movie on a series of four categories. Three categories worth three points. Last category is worth one point for a total of... Ten points altogether. That's correct. Now that you know the spiel, you're here now. And keep in mind, this is on a horror movie scale, not a regular scale. Okay, now, I know for some of you that listen all the time, you're sick of me here and do that little spiel, but we got new people coming in all the time, all right? So, I don't think they're sick of it. Okay. I think they like it. Uh, whatever, okay? You know, thank you. Here we go. Let's go on to the first category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is casting. Very strong category for this. All right, we got a young Catherine Heigl in here. We got John Ritter in here, Brad Dorff, Jennifer Tilly. Just an onslaught of great actors, people that know what the hell they're doing. And um, I, I'm giving us a three, hands down. Uh, they had two choices, like a Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. You had a choice, like we can go like with a low-budget cast and get real weird with this, or we can go like top tier. And they made, they went for a blockbuster. This is a blockbuster movie for sure. You, 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 you get together a blockbuster team, you get a blockbuster movie. Boom. Pretty enough said and done there. So that's... Three out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's go on to the second category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is kills. I've been thinking about this for a long time, and I think I have to go with the two and a half. All right, we have seven deaths, and they're all in unique ways. Almost a three. Man. Almost. I needed... That three is hard to get. That I need three is... that... This is the hardest category to probably get a three in, I think. Well, Maybe no. fear. Fear is actually probably worse but you know it's still tough two and a half i feel as confident because you gave i mean they gave us a lot of kills they they could have been a tad gorier or i needed that extra little push for it to be like a oh moment like a real cringy moment and and i don't really have that most of these i'm like <laughs> yeah well i think that's the whole purpose of these kills in this movie i think they weren't going for shock value nonetheless i think they were going for more fun and, they, and, they and, killed and, annoying people yeah it, they killed annoying people and they did fun type of kills 
and that's the basis of the movie is basically fun. You're watching these two dolls walk around and kill people and stuff. That's fun. That's funny. Like, so. aside from, like, David, <laughs> like, most every kill yeah. is an annoying person. Yeah. You didn't like the cop. You didn't like that weird couple. You know, <laughs> like, they're... Even, like, Damien was just like, yeah, this guy's got to die. You just mm-hmm. knew it as soon as you saw him. This guy's got to die. I know the way movies work. And when people are too, like, loud, you got to go. Just yeah. what happens. You're going to die in a horror movie. I would die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not I would die. So Yeah, exactly. So that is five and a half out of ten here so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's go to the third and final three-point category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is fear. Also really thought out on this one. Yeah. This is going to be a half a point. Uh, just for the fact that Chucky's the star. This is a movie for people who enjoy Chucky. But I do have to give a half a point because I do think if uh, somebody's like 9, 8, or under, like this might really throw them off. Like Chucky is still Chucky. Like we're used to the premise because we grew up with the first three movies. But if you just casually put this on for a group of kindergartners, there will be some children troubled with sleeping. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, be, <laughs> you know, they're gonna be freaked out oh, a little. So I'm if gonna you're a kindergarten teacher, and you know, like that's your last day. Just roll out a TV and put this on and just leave. <laughs> just leave. Today's movie is hostile. <laughs> wow. Alright, so that's half a point on fear. Unfortunate for fear, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It is what it is. So that is 6 out of 10 here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's go on to the last category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating for half a point each. That is do we F's with this movie? I sure do. He sure does. What about you? He sure does, and I do too. So that is seven. Seven out of ten on the Slobby Horror Paul Cass rating. So that is a solid seven. Seven's a good number. You go to the casino, what do you want? Seven. Okay. Seven is right up in there. Right up in your ass. That's the average that's a good average score. Nothing wrong with being average. Nope. That's a good score. Yeah. Great score. Good score. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel confident with that one. It's a good. I definitely highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun to watch. Close personal favorite of mine. But we did. I mean, we're talking about kindergartners and all these kind of things here. We are talking about the kids, so we got to go right back to back because the folks have to know, Mark. You, we have to know about your parental guidance and how old one needs to be to watch this movie. So hit the damn music. I missed you, Mister. 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 Rosak. Tell them if they're old enough How old? To watch that scary stuff you know, For the parents who give up Alright, yeah, that's nice Now, Mark These folks out here For the ones that don't know what's going on This is the little segment we like to call Ozark Mark's Parental Guidance And all he likes to do Is just give you an age or a time frame Where he thinks kids are okay to watch this uh, Because it's a question we get a lot uh, what, What's a good horror movie for kids? And everyone we rate, be it I spit on your grave to Bride of Chucky, whatever it is, we're going to give you a little parental guidance. So, Ozark, what say you? Should have never done Storm of the Century. Wow. <laughs> Wicked Storm. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, uh, I don't think I've ever done this age before. I'm going to go with Nine. Nine is fine. Nine. Uh, you definitely, uh, you definitely hit the nail on the head there. With you can't just show it to a bunch of kindergartners. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's going to be a problem. Um, but I think nine is good. To uh, it's a it's a good movie for someone to get their feet kind of wet in the more edgier type of kills. But it's still lighthearted and fun, and not any boo scary or anything like that. It's still Chucky, so you know. There's a little bit of smokage and a little bit of sex talk, but... There's doll sex, but, you know, that's it. So, really, um, yeah, but everything has. Those Disney movies have all kinds of sexual window references and all that stuff. You know, you've seen all that stuff before. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing really too damaging here. I think a nine-year-old is the minimum you can go with, and you will be fine. You like chimichangas? Yes. Who doesn't like a chimichanga? I got some in my freezer. I don't know why I just thought about that. Because you want a chimichanga. I just forgot I had them. Because you've been puffing on that little pen over there, and you're like, ooh, chimichangas. 
They are fire, bro. Why are like burritos, frozen burritos, good? I don't know. Like you would like. I don't know, man. I kind of. I used to like them. I'm not gonna lie. I you used gotta to get like the them. good ones. No, the lunchroom burritos and lunch in school. Those Jose Olay. <laughs> <laughs> you remember them cheese sticks they'd have in school, bro? Yes. Those were so fucking good. I swear. They need to have a restaurant that just serves high school lunch. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Do you know how much business that would do? Especially keeping open till fucking 3 a.m. Yeah, and just lunch ladies working in there. Yes. You just go in there, like, do your yeah. thing. <laughs> just have it like <laughs> How many drunk people would go in there? Oh, oh my god! Yeah, you know that'd be great. Because whether they have, dude, I would go there at least once a week. If but you, yeah, we're gonna trademark that. Need I'm sure somebody that. already has. It's simple to make. All you gotta do is go to a high school or a middle school. Be like, where do you order your food from? <laughs> <laughs> just watch them. Yeah. yeah, just watch them. Oh, there's the truck. Okay, so they get just it from get the those guy. people. Hey guy. Yeah, we're thinking about running. A Adult kids cafeteria. What? <laughs> <Sir>? <laughs> adult kids cafeteria. Uh, That's one good of stuff. the lady. No, I, and you. If you want to be a cashier there, I would not hire you unless you're a, a older lady with a mustache. Oh yeah, because you don't get the nostalgia <laughs> from it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because those ladies could beat up them kids. But that's a problem. You would, be, dude. It would not be good for anybody's diet because you always had like the oddest things on your lunch table like things that don't go together like those 25 cent carton of milks well, yeah like you had 25 you had three jugs of chocolate milk and, and a blue Gatorade a blue yeah. Gatorade yeah, like. <laughs> and then you had three fries and stuff and the chips and like a burrito unhealthy as hell <laughs> but it was great I don't know my stomach don't feel good <laughs> man Bride of Chucky. What a choice. Again, Christian Raymond, you are picking some bangers here on the season of the sequel. The Bridezilla of the Chuckler. It's a fun movie. I like it. You like it. We both Fs with it. Guys, we're just, you know, we're just rocking and rolling down this little road here. And like I said, guys, we are never going to water this show down with BS. So... If you want to support us, help us keep the lights on. Right now, you go to www.patreon.com/sloppyhorror, and that's so that, what is what what www.pornhub. Fuck. Um, okay, just go to Google d- and type in sloppy horror Patreon. And go then to Pornhub for sloppy horror. I, no, patreon.com slash sloppy horror and there you will find bonus episodes and not only will you find videos you will find audio links as well so no matter which way you listen you'll find both you'll find both and we appreciate you boys and girls don't you don't you get a free candle or something oh uh, yeah if you if you do the top tier if you get the uh if you become an underboss we will give you a free candle is that every month or just uh, initially for sure initially I want to do it every month, but we will continue to get there. All right? Now. That's a nice candle. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. What are you doing? What are you doing? I just had to fix something up here. Okay. Did you fix it? Um, it's not even on camera. I'm trying to fix it, Mark. Oh my goodness. Hold on. You I'll couldn't go. wait until we're done with the show to fix your little VHS. That's the only hint you get for next week's episode. <laughs> All right. Hold on. <laughs> you didn't do anything. Oh, it was on camera. <laughs> it was on camera. Well, if you missed it, make sure you check out the next Patreon episode that comes out Friday. You and, got the back. And you will see on the TV behind me the picture of the movie that we are going to do in for the next Monday's episode. That way you can go and watch the movie before we do the episode so you are up to date if you haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was that George A. Romero? Okay. okay. All right. Um, Did anyway. you get yeah. enough hints there? Yeah, yeah, it feels good. It feels good. That means it has to be right. That's what I tell my fiance. Feels good, so it's got to be right. Ain't that right, darling? 
telling you, I'm one day closer to being that guy from body in body bags every day. Hey, what are you doing, sweetheart? Shouldn't you be out partying or something? Pretty little thing like you? you should be out partying. We're a weirdo, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that guy's in his own life. I'm jealous. <laughs> Woohoo, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> we can try, Mark. We can try. Well, folks. I feel good this week. I feel like that's all we got for you folks, and I hope you enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, tell your friends about it. If you guys like the show, make sure you're telling all your spooky friends. And uh, I'm not telling you which scary movie conventions we'll be at this year, but we're going to be there. So if you see us, make sure you come up and say, hey, don't be shy. Don't be like, I saw you there. I just didn't want to say anything. Don't do that. We're up to Christian Ramey as touch his teeth. Yep. Oh, yeah. He likes that. All right, boys and girls. Stay safe and wrap up. (laughs) Making these weird ass noises. (laughs) 